Sagittarius. It's a podcast. A podcast about Bravo TV. Bravo TV and astrology sometimes. Sometimes. Maybe more times. Maybe more times. But in the height of Scandaball, it's pretty impossible to talk about anything other than the Scandaball. Uh, today we're recapping VPR. I've never said that no, at but, the beginning of an so, episode. <laughs> we had just started this podcast and we started Vanderpump as our first yes. show to recap. Like, so I guess Season if you're 10. just tuning in, this is episode 11 that we're recapping. You might want to go back. <laughs> you might want to go to episode one. You might want to go back. You might not know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> we are very fun. But Super you fun. might have no idea what's going on. No idea. Um, so on Instagram, we did a poll. <laughs> we did. And we asked, what should we drink on this week's pod? Yeah. And, and literally answers... everyone, no one said anything but. I had four options on there. Yes. And everyone that I saw. Yeah. Said, for the most part. Said Vanderpump Rosé whole bottle. Whole bottle. And so guess what? We got a bottle of Vanderpump Rosé 2020. Mm, aged... To perfection. Aged to perfection. Should I read the back of it? Yes. Vanderpump Rosé, Rosé wine. Rosé became a passion of our family after living in the south of France for many years. What? When did they live in France? They they lived in France. Oh, okay, never mind. Anyways. Not that I don't We were inspired to create our very own Rosé and hope you enjoy it as much as we do. That was like ten accents in one. Well, it sounded good. Anyways, that's all it says on the back. I smell... To me, it's like apple skins. Do you get that? Yeah, I get the apple skins. It's a little musky, I would say. Okay. It's it's literally fine. Not a lot of honestly, not a lot of flavor to it, right? But I didn't mean to. But do to that. me, it <laughs> it makes it very drinkable. Yeah, very drinkable. There's so, not a lot of aftertaste. No. Um. Today on the episode, Garcelle was like, beats all rosé. Your rosé beats everyone's rosé. And I was that like, was is she being honest? And then it was like, cut to Lisa Rinna, that her rosé. And I was like, oh, this was just a take on Lisa Rinna because we all hate Lisa Rinna here. Yeah, I guess. I haven't gotten to the point where we all hate, hate Lisa Rinna yeah. yet in my watch. Yeah. But I am aware. Yeah. Everybody. I will say the thing. Oh, sorry. I'm distracted because I like, okay, did they purposely make this wine just so you would chug it? Because it's mm. like, the taste is very much just on the tongue, and then you swallow it, and there's nothing. So you just yeah. can keep going as if you didn't, you weren't drinking alcohol. Yeah. Is there alcohol in this? Yeah. It's well, wine. I mean, I'm joking. 13%. Regular wine. It's a regular old wine. It isn't bad. Look, I'm going to be honest with you right now. Oh. We drank wine already tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we drank a... Uh... A real cheap Sauvignon Blanc. This bottle of Vanderpump Rosé was $20. 
Get fucked. As a jewel. Are you kidding me? Yeah, because when I was like whole bottle, like on our poll, I was like, does that mean we each have to drink a whole bottle or we split a whole bottle? And if it had been affordable, you would have been like. I would have been like, we're getting two. Yeah. But I was like, 20 bucks, I'm getting one. And then I got a cheap bottle of Sauvignon Blanc. Got it. That's what, that was my move at the jewel today. $20? That's like how much Malort is for a bottle. Yeah. It's Miss Lisa Vanderpump. I'm just like, you're rich enough. Quality. Mm. No, we're paying, we're literally paying just for the label at this point. Yes, we are. I mean, it is good. It's good. I mean, it's clear that that's what they pour because it's got an orange hue and I always see that on the... um, It does have an orange hue. Yeah. I always see that on the show. Grape. Shall we move on? Why'd you say grape? Sometimes instead of grape, I say grape. I do know that. But it felt like you were going to talk about the grapes. I just thought it was funny because we're drinking wine. And then I was like, yeah. okay, grape. grape. Let's move on. I was like, oh, are you going to talk about the grapes there in this wine? No. I know nothing about grapes in wine. I only know a few. Remember when I thought orange things. wine was literally made with oranges? Yes. Did I tell you what it actually was? Because I think I was wrong. I think you did tell me what it actually was. But orange wine is, is actually just made from, it's like a, a well, no. Never mind. <laughs> I had too we much. We can wine. like cut it in later. We never do. I know. <laughs> we never do, and we never will. Um, I just want to make sure I get this right because I get I get a little mixed up about piquette and orange wine. Oh Jesus! Another word. I know, but piquette is so good. But we went and had an orange wine two weekends ago or three weekends ago. Yeah, where? At Webster's Wine Bar. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> That was really good. That was good. my first orange wine, and I was like, this is delicious. That's, that's what it is. So it's when, I basically was going to say this, but it's yeah. when white wine grapes, the skin isn't removed, and and that's how it's, like, fermented. Because white wine grapes, when they're making white wine, they remove the skin. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Piquette, Piquette is, like, a delicious, like... Um, natural fermentation wine, so it's like a little sparkly, mm-hmm. but like not too much. Yeah, and it's made from literally the leftovers, so it's like skins, the like, the crusty, musty part of like the the leftover like grape, and oh. they just like take that from a wine that was made and then just like reuse it. it it's called a a musk muscat, whatever. All I know is that I don't know what the fuck we sometimes use the leftover parts of Ooh. grapes made from wine. To ferment beer as well. I got like a piquet beer. Yeah. That's... Or a natural wine. I think. No, yeah. Piquet is natural, but it's like a division of it, I guess. And either way, delicious. Yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's musk is the terms for the leftover. It could be. I really thought wine. it was muscat. I literally am supposed to know this. I got like a little one. Me too. It's so embarrassing. I got a one sheet for my like newest, my newest job. Like well, a no, little one sheet. Is it sheet. musk? It's must. A Wikipedia says must, M-U-S-T. It's freshly crushed fruit juice that contains the skin, seeds, and stems. So it might not even, it might not be the leftovers then Mm. in that case, what I'm thinking of. But the wine you're thinking of is like wine. (gasps) Pomace, grape pomace. Pomace. That's the leftover skin, seeds, and stems. Yeah. That's what it is. Oh my God, we're learning. We're learning about things that are in our jobs that we should already know. You know, sometimes when you've been drinking too, it's like, I'm like literally better at my job when I'm sober. Yeah. And here's the thing. It's just the truth. In terms of like alcohol and drinks and beer and booze, it's just like 
the knowledge goes on and on and on. There's so much, and it's not... And you can't know it all. I also think it's pretentious as fuck to expect people to, like, in any part of this industry, just, like, know everything all the time. It's okay to not know something. Yeah. And some people are really incredibly good at knowing those things. And, like... They are. And, like... And there's some moments where I, like, will remember. And yeah, then I'm, like, some, I'm, I'm like, like, a good bullshitter. Well, ultimately, you have, just have to be a good bullshitter. Like half of bartending. I mean, you... For me, it's, like, I, gen, I generally know the idea of what I'm trying to explain. Yeah. But I just... It takes me, like, a few times until I'm, like, okay, now I know how to explain this to perfectly. To, like, make it natural. Yeah. And not sound insane. Naturally. Yes. yes. Anyway, here, the wine talk with us <laughs> wine talk with us wine talk in mon montauk would be the name of our podcast if, in all, montauk. if we lived in montauk if we had way more money lived in montauk and just drink wine all the time i guess we could live in montauk and work there yeah people work in montauk but do they live there they probably don't yeah but they probably know a lot about wine, wine. They bet they those servers and okay. t-ways uh, I think we should talk about the episode. Oh, we have to. It's our job. <laughs> um, sorry. What? Nothing. Your partner just texted me about a love is blind person, and I have a reaction. <laughs> like, you have a different opinion? I just, he said, oh my god, Miles is Paul from Love is Blind. What the fuck? And honestly, that's so rude, Liam. That's so rude. Uh-oh, I haven't watched it. Liam must like Paul, then. Oh, boy. We're going to have to talk about that one later. We have to Liam. unpack that. Yeah. Okay, let's get to the episode. Yes, let me pull up me notes. Pull up me notes, me friend. Uh, and buckle called up. Mistress in Distress. And that's the name. what we're going to be by the end of this bottle. I'm a mistress in distress. I'm going to be a mistress in distress. <laughs> oh, boy, this episode's going to be good. We really, really, really start with, like, a quick little moment with, like, some people. But the biggest takeaway I got was James and Allie, where James is like, I can picture Schwartz and Raquel dating. Yeah. And then Allie's like, oh, my God, no. Yeah. He's 40 years old and wears pajamas out. I don't see it happening. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is the Gen Z I need on this show. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. That's what I love about Gen Z. I like, have to be honest. Yeah. They're going to call you out. They're going to call you out and they're going to be like, it's about your clothes. <laughs> and it's about your clothes. It's yeah. not good. And you're 40. And it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. All I wrote down during this time was where everyone lived. Oh, okay, good. Good call. Just for me later. Okay, when yeah. Because I want to like stock d- them and see where they all are yeah. on the map because yes. I love maps. Let's make a map. Marina Del Rey is where Brock and Sheena live. Right. Where did James and Allie live? Miracle Mile. Don't know where that is in LA. Our friends in LA will know. Yeah. And I think we'll probably go to LA soon so we can just figure it out because we're going to get pics with some of these Vanderpump people. I'm going to okay. try okay. when we go to LA. Yeah. Okay. And then, I mean, obviously, Schwartz lives in Valley Village. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, then Charlie and Raquel are, like, taking pictures, like, on a tripod for Hinge. I'm like, oh, this is annoying. Oh, it was, like, weird. Um, and then and then mostly it's the Schwartz Katie pickup. Mm-hmm. It turns into just an annoying moment. All, all mm-hmm. around, mm-hmm. so annoying. Yeah, I was annoyed. But, you know, Katie comes by to pick up the dogs, and immediately Schwartz is just, like, hemming and hawing and trying to be, like, I'm stressed. And God 
bless. I say that so much, but God bless her. God bless her. She's like, no. I love that scene so much because I think it's like a perfect example of a Capricorn when they're just like, I'm done. Well, I've, this is, I have tried so hard. I've done this for so long. Mm-hmm. And I have now, once the decision is actually made, no feelings. No feelings. Done. Okay, that sucks for you. Bye. Oh my God. That sounds awful. Bye. That sounds awful. Bye. It isn't her problem. No, it was wonderful. And she said, this isn't, this mess isn't my mess. This mess isn't my mess. And it's, you're right, because it's not. Because you, he, the reason that you're not together in a lot of ways has to do with this bar. And you're done hearing about it. Done hearing about it. You're done. It's not her mess. Then Baby Schwartz immediately has to call his mommy. His mommy Sandy. His mommy, I'm so sad. I'm so sad. She loves to kick it, and now she won't. And he's like, I did nothing wrong. And then Tom is like, yeah. Or Sandoval is like, yeah. I don't really see what you did wrong. He said it so weird. It sounded weird. He's like, you were just on vacation. He said, you're a single guy who got broken up with. Yeah. That is not how you talk about this divorce. It's a divorce. You had to, if she divorced you, you have to talk about why. They still don't. Jumping ahead a little bit, because, like, when they're later then making sandwiches at Tom and Ariana's, and, like, Katie's saying, Katie and Ariana both say, they're like, Schwartz is the one who wanted this to be a friendship still. And Sandoval's like, well, not really, like, saying that Katie made all these rules and wanted all these things. For the friendship. that San Schwartz was just agreeing. Yeah. But, like, when you watch that scene, the when she picks up the dogs, it's like, no, he still wanted the friendship. Desperately. Like, obviously, he's asking her to shave his armpits still. Like, he still wants Katie in his life. To take care of him. To take care of him. Literally to emotionally, like, And she was like, okay, I can do that, but here are my boundaries. And then he broke the boundaries, of course. It's just so simple to me. It's so simple. And it's so clear. And so when anyone, like, gets up, when Tom and Tom talk about it, like, it's Katie problem, I'm just like, what's wrong with you? They don't want to face. They don't take accountability for anything they do ever. Literally never. When name one time you remember the Toms taking accountability for their actions. When they're like, "Hey, I did this." When they get caught. But even then, they always have a but. They They always have like always addendum. They're like uh, asterisks. Please refer to all of these times I've been wronged. Yes. All of these times you did this. Yeah. Always That's ready like, to wait, drag Katie's ass. You threw a fucking whole drink on Katie's head once. And how do you ever get back from that, you know? I don't know. That was fucked up. It's for him, for Schwartz, to then to then say that she's blowing this thing up, this makeout, this kiss, up more than anything ever in mm. their relationship? You're delusional. Yeah. It's the theme of the... I mean, it's the theme of the season, but it's the theme of their lives. This the theme of the Toms. This Libra and Cancer delusion. Yeah. They live in this fantasy world where they've done nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. And they're just trying to have a fun time and, like, have a good time. But they just, like, never actually want to do the work. Ever. ever. And, yeah, it's definitely, like, you know, them together. They, like, spiral out of control in that delusion. Yeah. But it's also just, like, them being men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like, both. It's them also being men. 100%. I mean, men are taught to not be accountable for anything. Yeah. I mean, they haven't really had to ever be. Then he... These... Okay. 
do you remember that he also was like, I'll take a lie detector test. Like, if you, to Sandoval, Schwartz said, if you and Katie got married, I would be okay with that. He did say that. What the fuck? He wouldn't be okay with that. Also, what? No. No. Get Go to hell. Get to hell. That's not. And, like, again, Katie says later, and, like, this scene's a little later on, so I'm I mean, jumping it's ahead. Fine. But, like, they are kind of. The conversation they're having on the phone kind of... Gets brought up Gets again. brought up. Like, the timeline of this episode is interesting because we do kind of follow Tom the whole time. We do. Which we you haven't mean, really... Uh, Sandoval. Sandoval. Yeah. We haven't really had that episode yet where it's, like, a lot of no. him. Yeah. And so it's, like, kind of his... We see a lot of his perspective on things. So to, like, see him call Tom, talk about it, then we see Tom talking about it with Ariana and Katie. And then, and then it's, Raquel. like... Raquel and Schwartz Etzer and then it just like goes on and on that's true it's re- I really like that episode for that but then it also gave us a lot of like crazy moments where we're like what the fuck is going on yes but anyways all I have to say is like it's all gonna flow together because of this what I don't know oh I thought you had something to say I did have something to say oh, and then shoot. I got caught off guard <laughs> and then I was just Bye. like blah blah Who? blah yourself myself I got caught off guard by myself I've Notice that I do that sometimes, but that's fine. Where you're like, I have this thing to say, and then you're and just then like, I keep going. <laughs> and I'm like, Could you just get to the point? Jesus, shut up. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You've literally done, never done anything wrong. No, nothing wrong. I'm just like, I mean, in this that podcast. No, not, I mean, not in the podcast. It's all fine. But sometimes I'm like, Caitlin, just make the point. Because, like, I know where the point's supposed to go. But I, then I'm listening to the words. I'm like, it's not getting there. <laughs> and then you forget. And then I forget. Anyways, all that's to say is let's just move on because I forgot what I was going to say. That's okay. <laughs> let's talk about uh, Charlie being disappointed mm. in mm-hmm. Raquel. She literally said, it's, I think it's distasteful that you did that. Mm-hmm. that you, Raquel, you made out with Tom Schwartz on the wedding anniversary of Katie and Schwartz. And it's not cool. It's not cool. And Raquel's really not, trying to defend it. I'm not saying I'm not going to be your friend anymore, but I don't think it's cool. Yeah. It's, and, and Raquel's like, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I don't care about their anniversary. Why do I think that they're, they're not, not together. together? And I'm like, Oh my God, you're a child. Like you sound like a five-year-old that doesn't understand the concept of time. She's right. No space for other people's feelings. She doesn't. But also like, how do you not understand time? Like, you were in a... <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? You were in a five-year relationship. but you, Engaged to this but person. But you can't understand that a 12-year relationship marriage situation is, like, hard to break from. Yeah, and it's, like, a divorce is so much more to go through than, like, a, a, a non-engagement. Like so simple. It's so simple to be, like, it's done, it's fine. He's single. I'm single. I feel like Why I would, would I only think that if I was like 18 years old. Yeah. And she's not. I do think her emotional maturity is very oh low. My God, she's stunted. It's so clear. And it's like not fair for her to be all like mad at James moving on fast with Allie and then be like, well, I can do whatever I want. They're not together anymore. Like, oh, that's not a very like understanding good point. time when it comes to her relationships and how she it's making her feel. But when it comes to other people's feelings, she's dismissive. Yes. She is a weird case study, truly. It's not okay. So anyway, she defends it in that way, and basically Charlie is like, and I don't know, as an Aquarius, like, person, sometimes you think that they're going to be the one that, like, totally gets, like, 
I'm a, you're going to do whatever I want. And that's why she's still her friend. But, yeah. like, y- you can make any mistake because, like, I'm like, whatever. Yeah. But but also, on top of it, they're very justice-oriented. Definitely. And Charlie's like, I literally wouldn't do that to my worst enemy. Yeah. That's no, they're huge. All, Aquariuses definitely care about, like, fairness. They do. Especially when it comes to people around them. Yeah. But and, and she's like, you're not respecting, I think, a 12-year relationship. Like, you're mm-hmm. not, like, that's a huge thing you have to acknowledge and um and she was like oh i just like really thought raquel was better than that yeah i thought you were better than that and the the fact that raquel doesn't even have a response to that no reaction that's like more devastated because if if you said something like that to me where you're like i really thought miles was better than that i'd be like fuck oh yeah it would be like, like wreck me for days yes and she's just like no i'm fine she immediately moves on and makes it, like, about herself again, which she's like, well, if you're wondering if we're going to be, like, dating we're or anything. We're not. We're not. Like, don't you want to ask me about how I feel that I'm, like, rejected? Oh, my God. But she, she called herself that, Debbie but, like, Desperado. Yeah. She then, in her confessional, is like, if Shorts wanted to date, I would. And, like, what? No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. You're dating Tom Sandoval right now. You are. Basically. You are. I mean, they went to the Abbey together. They're dating. They're basically hanging out more than anybody. Enough that they got caught, basically. Mm -hmm. And then they reveal that Oliver's coming to town. Yeah. Date time. Oliver time. And that Raquel's going to go on a date with him. Yeah. Shits and shitties. (laughs) Oh, my God. First of all, shits (sighs) and shitties. I just want to say, like, so Schwartz, I mean, not surprised. I think I always knew this, but he reads the comments on Instagram. The comments? He was like, Oh, I posted this stuff from the wedding and like everyone's commenting like, "Did you hit that?" Like he Oh yeah, he does. Then why never he respond to my DMs about the Malort? I'm saying he responds to comments. I don't know about DMs. I don't have an answer for you. You're making the poutiest sad <laughs> I guess face. I'm in the end glad that he didn't respond Cause to my him. DM because fuck shorts. But I was like, "Come on. If you knew it was good for you, dude." You would have responded. You would have responded. We tried your Malort and Jardinara and you had nothing to say about it. And it was disgusting. They like do this whole little spiel, Tom and Tom, about like they're not going to open. And and Schwartz is like, we had the momentum, but it's not going to happen. Where was that momentum? I don't know what they're talking about, first of all. No, no momentum. But then Brett comes to the meeting. And this was... Brett was laying down the law. Yeah. And not I was, fucking around today at this meeting. He can't any... Oh my God, this guy is losing his mind. He's literally running the show. Yeah, it's very clear. And they're being fucking dickwads. Mostly Sandoval. I do think that Schwartz is trying his best. Yeah, I do think so too. And I'm surprised to be even saying that. But Yeah, but he's like caught in the middle where he has to like cover for Sandoval. Yes. Because he's not doing anything. He has to then apologize for Sandoval because he freaks out on people like he did in this scene. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, he has to do everything yeah. that needs to be done for this restaurant to open. Yeah. Because he's on, I know in the end he's actually on breath. It's again, he's just not good at, no, he's at gonna being on anybody's the side, but Tom Sandoval's. Yeah. I don't know. This relationship is so dark and toxic. It's toxic, dude. And he is not going to be okay as long as he's in this friendship with Sandoval. And we've said it before where we're just like, if he was not friends with Sandoval, would this divorce have ever happened? Yeah. And if he, if Sandoval wasn't involved in this moment, would he be able to like open this restaurant? Probably. At at this point, probably. 
Well, he would just do what other people told him to do. I mean, he'd just be less, he'd be less distracted by this fucking yeah. dickwad. I'm probably listening more and learning more. I think so. Anyways, but essentially, like, Brett, I don't know what the booth guy is except for, like, the actual booths? Like, the booths, which seem to already be made, so I'm confused. There might be other booths. Maybe other booths, DJ booth. I don't fucking know. But he quit. I don't know. He was going on, like, crazy about that. He and quit. Then, and Sandoval was like, can we just throw more money at him? And he's like, no. No, we can't. can't. It took too long for this to happen. Why would he give him more money? He's fuck. He's fucking up. He's the one fucking up. And then, and then Sandoval is like, well, what do we need besides kitchen staff? And Brett is like, literally, that is the most important thing. Yeah. And he's like, potato chips. I mean, <laughs> it's so not. insulting to be like, I don't give a shit. Like, if we're just selling potato chips out of that kitchen, at least we're open and we're selling potato chips. Like, you I don't think care it, if people are going to be happy with B plus, not A plus. And it's like, dude, if you opened right now, you would be a fucking D minus. Like, you would be, be failing. You'd be an F. Yeah, you'd be full on failing. Well, also on top of it, when he's taught when brett is talking about that he is like well to be honest i felt kind of pushed into this kitchen manager and it's not mm-hmm. working out and it's like sandoval isn't even listening to him he's, he's like just getting more and more mad mad and it's like he's trying to tell you that this guy wasn't good he doesn't care and he's like doesn't matter like we open or we're fucked and then in his fucking confessional sandoval yeah. goes on this fucking rant where basically he's like brett doesn't matter Greg doesn't matter. I he was and I saying, get what he's saying. Yeah, he's saying that that he can get a different job. And yeah, he's saying that Brett could go and get a GM job anywhere, and he should. Brett, go be a manager. He actually else. should. Greg can just you know yeah. sell the lease, whatever, move on. He's got other businesses. He's fine. But all that to say is he doesn't give a shit about them. He and thinks. I mean, he is saying he's a million dollars in. Whose fault is that? His own. And then he's saying that it's his house and his mom's retirement on the line. Whose fault is that? His own. To have that amount of money on the line and be such like a public like reality star and then... To have an affair. Take on a seven... Oh, seven sorry. month affair. Okay. I was like, what are you saying? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, take on what? You're like, what else did he do? I was like, what? Is so insane, dude. Mm-hmm. You're, you're saying, you're claiming right now that your whole life and all your money and your family's money is on the line with this and you have business venture that relies solely on the fact that you're a reality TV star with your friend Tom Schwartz and your girlfriend's on that show. Your girlfriend who has frozen her eggs and is I know. asking you to fertilize them, even though she doesn't want children. And then I mean, I would break, I just would break up with him. to basically. break up with her and mm-hmm. that it was her mental health that like drove you to do this. She actually seems well, pretty she seems fucking pretty good. fine. I mean, she obviously seems, she's probably has her. She does, know, but, but I'm saying with him specifically, she doesn't, she seems like she has like a head on her shoulders in the, the sense that she's like, no, this is what I want. And yeah. like, we're doing good. And I'm trying to look like, it seems like she's actually, she's trying to take care of him. Yeah. Seems like she knows that he's stressed and she knows that this is a really hard time for him. And maybe that's why she was giving him some space too. And maybe that's why she was letting him go out. And like, maybe she was just trying to be a good girlfriend. And even, so kind of jumping ahead to that scene, but like that she's like, you know, wants him to fertilize these eggs, embryos. He 
has said in the past that's what he's wanted. He's wanted three to four kids, like all these things. And it's like she's like very nicely listening to him, but also being like, hey, like you could still go out and have fun. You don't have to drink. Like you need it's to actually, do better to you like can be healthy and deal with this. Like different mechanisms yeah, to like cope. healthy coping habits. And he, like it is like it's kind of hard to watch him say. No, it's actually it is hard to watch him say that he doesn't know if he can get rid of his stress without drinking. It's like not in the sense that like I don't get it. I totally get it. I totally get it. But in but 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 if you're trying to do something for your partner that is so important to both of you, yeah. Then you can do it for 5 days, and dude. Like, and acknowledge the fact that like those things that you used to cope aren't healthy. Yes. And you don't really want to change that. I mean, fine. You, you should admit that though. But you should be able to be like like it's I just guess I can't do this for you. In terms of like the sobriety talk that we always come back to with totally, this group, totally is that like for Lala and James, it's very much like how they react when they're on alcohol. Yeah, and that's why they feel they need to be sober. I mean, James, whatever, but yeah, um, but at the time when he. But was. I do think a lot of people actually end up going sober because of this reason, which is they, they don't know use how to have it. fun. They don't know how to fun. No, have know how to fun. What? They don't know how to have fun, but also they don't know how to cope with life without, without alcohol. Yeah. That's a whole different level of dependency. Yeah. Like, Lala says it a little bit, like, it's using the sad times, the happy times, and, like, all this stuff. But, like, this to me is, like, a perfect representation of, like, why a lot of people have to get sober. Well, and the nuance of... The very nuanced. Of, the, of addiction to alcohol. Also not saying that anybody who has that issue has to know exactly what it is or what it means, but the fact that he can't even, like, all she's asking for is f- truly five mm-hmm. days. That's not five that days. long. And you were just, like, in Mexico, like, on Molly and, yeah. like, drinking a bunch. Especially for him to be, like, 40. I just think it's, like, it's and I'm not, not trying to say fair we to say know what that we're doing either. He has but, an addiction to alcohol. Well, yeah, very fair to say. Yeah. And I don't think that Ariana has the same relationship to alcohol. Mm-hmm. I think she has a good time, but I don't think she drinks every day. No. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But either way, no, I don't But even we know. also do know she's in therapy. <laughs> well, <laughs> and that I doubt too. that Sandoval is. He wasn't. He just went to couples therapy, I think, after he made out with Rachel. They went to therapy after that? You didn't know that? When'd you, where'd you hear that? That's like, well, I, didn't, I didn't hear On it. Howie? It's the Howie. He, essentially, the kiss happened. They had a kiss. And it was the boys' night. Yeah. And. Because he got walked out of the house. Apparently, he got Whatever. walked out of the house. And then it was just like, oh my god, they kissed. Like, it was magnetic. <laughs> he, like, right. literally said that. Like, he was like, it just happened. It was, like, so crazy. I've never felt like that. It's like. No, whatever. He said I hadn't felt like that in a long time. But regardless, then he says that after that, he was like, we should go to couples therapy. Whoa. Yeah. And that means that he asked for that, but didn't tell her. The truth. Why. Or if if that was even why. I don't, I don't know what I mean, his obviously, reasoning was yeah. in his mind. But. but like, if you're then going to therapy and you're not being honest about that then, like, you're kind of undoing any sort of work you're putting in in terms of your relationship. He, I mean, she it, might have known about the kiss, it, but I right. don't, it doesn't seem like it. Maybe, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she did, maybe she didn't. But also on top of it, I guess he said on the interview that he uh, did 
the therapy so he could break up with her. Like Dude, he was trying to do it just in break, I just therapy. I understand. I mean, I understand no, what he thinks, but like, it's just not that hard to break up with somebody. Trust me, I've done it like five times. And I do it again. <laughs> bop, bop. More rosé in my glass. <laughs> <laughs> they told us we had to drink a whole bottle. I know, I'm going to be fucking wasted. Gotta be careful. Okay. Anyway, um, like we could literally dissect Sandoval for hours. Yeah, he's not okay. Anyways, they I do that- remember that Brett said because because Sandoval just starts going in on him. Like I mean, honestly, yelling it was at terrifying. Him. He two times in this episode he yells yeah. aggressively, upsetting to watch, and doesn't make sense the whole time. No, he's just like brr, brr, we have to do it. And then Brett is like, listen, it it isn't my fault. That we're at this point. Mm-hmm. I didn't do anything wrong here. And if you all want to come in and work with the people, why don't you do it? If you don't trust me to do it, then you come in and do it. That's what he's saying. And um, Tom is like, perfectionism is death. And then they literally all look at each other and then laugh. And, and then go, let's, let's take, take a, a shot. shot. <laughs> Which, one, I also get. I mean, but two, there, again, I guess. is the example. But I... W- of... I've never been there in the way where I truly, when somebody yells at me like that, it's not, I'm not, I'm not I don't come back from it like that. I right. don't come back with like, yeah, take a shot. I'm like, that actually was not okay. Yeah. So maybe Brett is like, I mean, Brett deserves them. I mean, maybe, I mean, he's in the industry, like he's, he's been in yeah. it. Like it's very, that was such a typical industry thing, especially for men. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Oh Yeah. It's like sometimes you'll have like a really intense moment at your job and then you'll just be like, okay, let's just take a shot. But it usually is customer related. Sometimes it's coworker related. It is usually customer related though. I would say. Or something just bad happens. You're like, woof, that sucked. Let's take a shot. Mm -hmm. And it's not healthy, but it happens. Well, yeah, but the only person who has a problem is Tom Sandoval, not us. Mm. (laughs) I don't have a drinking problem. (laughs) We don't get to say that. Right? Right? We have more humility than him. We do. Yeah. I don't have affairs. I can drink as much as I want. <laughs> okay. Anyways, let's make some sandwiches. Yes. With our girls. Ariana and Tom are there, you know, and Katie comes over. And I just wish Tom would leave. I was like, why? Why is he But here? I guess he has to be there to weigh in. And I think Katie knows that. I can, like, sense it from her energy. She's like, okay, for the show, he has to, like, weigh Weigh in. in. Like, obviously he knows about the dog swap. Yeah, and she's just like, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to – and that's why she's, like, literally not even making eye contact. She's like, yes, mm -hmm, this is how I feel. Mm -hmm. That's it. Also, before that, they're talking about signing the lease. I know. And then that's so exciting. But he – gets so mad. He's like, I'm not mad. He's like, I'm excited for them. Lies. I'm not jealous. I'm envious. I'm like, envious is worse. Lies. Right? Right? He's like, oh, obviously I'm stoked for them, but God, they have lower rent. It's a small, manageable space. They don't have any partners. And like, I'm jealous in a good way. Oh my God. Oh my God, idiot. No. It's like, you're an idiot. You opened a bar thinking it would be easy. You're an idiot. They did the work to make sure it would be easier. And then they're like clarifying that like Katie isn't friends anymore with Schwartz because of Raquel and Tom is like, well, I don't think it was like a big deal. 
They're two decent, single-looking people. Wait, no, they're two single, decent-looking people like, who found each other attractive and wanted to make out. What's the big deal? He's like always finding a way to comment on how Raquel is great in some oh, way. Oh, yeah. And it's fascinating. I mean, obviously. Yeah. We're on to you. <clears throat> but essentially, she's like, well, I just like can't do it. I can't be friends with Raquel. And then, you know, she's like, not a whore situation. Mm-hmm. Or she said that she's a whore and Ariana, I don't think is, I know that she probably is in her mind, is defending Raquel, but. I'm going to assume she's on our side with this, where we don't use that kind of language. Well, you just like don't need to call someone a whore as a derogatory term, first of all. It's like, to me, in the same line with sex worker, where it's yeah. just like, you just, it's not derogatory for somebody to sell themselves for sex. That's not what she's doing. So it's like a couple different things. You can call her like an asshole. She's yeah. an asshole. Yeah. She's a selfish You don't prick. have to bring selling sex into it. And that's literally what Ariana says. That's all Ariana, I thought, was saying. She was just like, can we just not? It's not about selling. She's like, she's not a whore. She has not taken money in exchange for anything. And Katie and, was like, well, she should have. And it's like, oh my God. And I was like, Katie, I know. we tried. We tried. Anyways, the thing is, is like, and then they made a deal, is what like Ariana is like backing her up. They made a deal. Yes. They made, like, Ultimately, Ariana's backing up Katie through this whole conversation, but staying somewhat out of it. And then Tom's basically, again, projecting on Katie where he's saying she's manipulative and that Schwartz was, like, manipulated by her. Where it's like, no, no, no. He's manipulated by you, dude. You're the one manipulating Schwartz. Everyone does. He's easily manipulated. He really is. But, like, Katie? No. No. And and she says she's been respectful. And then Sandoval says, have you? And her face was like, mm, and he yeah. tries to bring Joe into it, being like, "You braided Joe. Joe, Joe being like this mystery friend that stayed at Tom's." But like, she gave us some details, like which we've talked about a little bit. But like, this is her being explicit mm-hmm. on the show, where she's like, "This is Kristen Doty's friend. This is Kristen Doty's crazy, crazy friend. friend. It's like known." And like we, I don't love the term crazy because it's just like not a helpful term. But she's yeah, but I mean it gets the point across in terms of this scenario. Well, and she's just like if if Kristen has a friend that's on this level, then what does that mean? And then says that you know she's known her, and so when they divorced, she texted Katie and was like, "I love you and respect you." And then literally, what was it? A week into him like moving into that apartment. It was like he moved into that apartment and she moved into that apartment with him. And then she was like, no, I'm done. And yeah, maybe Katie sent some texts. She probably did. I mean, yeah, it's fucking weird. But but then Tom's like, Joe called me crying. And I'm like, I don't, we don't. all crying. I don't know. I don't know her. I don't know. That whole talk was like super weird. And the Joe situation, super weird. It's just like, why? And they showed a clip of Joe like leaving the apartment and Tom being like, freaking love you, Joe. Yeah. Larry said freaking it's love like, why you. Why is Joe situation so secretive? Like on Schwartz's part, like there was like some implication that he like wasn't telling people that she was living with him and like No, and that was what Katie said. She said that ultimately it was because he didn't tell her that she was living there. Mm-hmm. That it upset her. Yeah, that's it. It's like he kept we're supposed it a to be friends. We're doing dog swaps. But you like, have this woman living here all of a you sudden. You shouldn't tell me that. No, I would tell shady you as that. fuck. I'm also just like thinking of like going through divorce like as a child too. 
where you're like watching parents go through that and like if my parents did that within a week of moving out no not okay like that's not okay children not involved regardless it's still weird people that have been in relationship for a long time and then you're just like not and you're like i want to be your friend you like swooping in onto like one side I, I mean, know. divorce is like crazy things. It does. To it's not not just easy. the people involved. It, like, it yeah. It people get weird. And essentially, when they're talking in the kitchen at Tom and Ariana's house, Katie is like, "Ultimately, what I did was I made a request mm-hmm. because you wanted my friendship. So, don't fuck my friends. Then you have my friendship. Done. Done. You cross that boundary. Friendship's gone." Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that's so clear. That's what I'm saying. What did she say? It was like, and then if you do that, I I guess I pray that no one ever does it back to you because may God have mercy on your soul. May God have mercy. And that was like chilling. And it was like said to Tom Sandoval. I know. Chilling. Yeah. See you next Tuesday? Yeah. Well, I see you next Tuesday. Lisa does her just a little quick little Lisa moment to be like, I own this restaurant. Don't chew gum. Don't chew gum on the floor. I can see you chewing it, darling. It's like, I never see you, Lisa. See you once a year. When they're filming Vanderpump. That's what I'm saying. But good for you. And then she goes and talks to James. And then he's like, she's trying to make out with all the guys. It's her. Yeah. And she's like, you're not over it. You're not not over it. Wait, no, no, no. That's James. Sorry. (laughs) You're not over it. That's better. Yeah, whatever. Um, and, and James then is like, get first she makes out with sweaty, sweaty Peter pita. after a 12-hour shift. Six which is hour, like, but yeah. Oh, he said six. But still. That's a nice schedule then. Oh my God, six hour? That's nice. That's nice. I would take a six hour He's saying that shift. you're sweaty no matter what. Well, yeah. I mean, Peter's sweating on that six hour shift the whole time. And then you move on to who? Mr. Mr. Buzz Button. Mr. Buzz Button. Mr. Buzz Button over there. What does that mean, what does Miles? That- what what is i tell you tell me what you think it means mr buzz button what does it mean i literally like all i can think of is buzz lightyear but (laughs) it's not because it's like what i think it actually means it's just like that's buzz to me it's like a buzz button like a buzzer to get into an apartment but why would so he's like the buzzer just getting pushed all the time but what but why i don't know mr buzz button we gotta think on that does he does he wear buttons a lot no, because no, he's wearing pajamas out. It's such a specific insult that I think it means something. Okay, I'm going to Google but it, But I don't think it means anything. Mr. Buzz Button. Oh, my God. Buzz Buttons are uh, little, uh, like, flowers. They look like, uh, yeah. Hold on. Show me. Is he saying that he's, like... A he, delicate he little flower? That, yeah. Is that British to know what a buzz button is? Maybe. Let me see it. It's like a little buzz button. Oh, I love those flowers. Wait, yeah. Those yeah, it's like those little yellow balls. Wow, they're so cute. They kind of remind me of chrysanthemum. No, chamomile. I didn't mean chrysanthemum. I meant chamomile. They're, yeah. So is he saying he's pathetic because he's a flower? He's just a little yellow ball throat floating through life. Mr. Buzz Button. I guess, yeah, he's like little and puny. Yeah, maybe. Like a tiny little ways. That's hilarious. Lisa wanders over to the Toms and is like, "What are you snooping around here for?" Yeah, and, and then before the that, wait, literally... before that, Schwartz goes like, "I'm relearning how to communicate." He's like, "I used to be good at words." Oh yeah, honestly, I like kind of feel that. <laughs> well, like where you like suddenly don't know how to talk anymore. I just like suddenly don't know how to be social anymore, or like 
someone tries to talk to you and you're just like, I'm not really here. No, I do think that's a very real thing, especially like after COVID, COVID lockdown and... And then you go through a divorce. And on, and on top of it, it's just never ending. Like yeah. COVID is never ending. It's all terrible. You're still not feeling... Nothing is comfortable. No, everything's the worst. Yeah. I feel like that's what he was saying. That's fair. And anyway. he said that's how I took it and related to it. No, no, no. Yes. But sorry. I did interrupt you and I'm very sorry. You should be sorry. You look Just bad. kidding. Never apologize. <laughs> All he said was, Lisa says, what are you snooping around here for? And the camera immediately turns to Raquel, who like comes up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, they're creeping here on See You Next Tuesday because uh, Raquel works it for some god awful reason. And they're creeping around to see her. Yep. Sandoval is. And then later on in the episode, that's when we figure out kind of the timeline. Is that after that night, they went to the Abbey. Yes. Oh, correct. With yes, Raquel. Sorry. Yeah. Or at least Sandoval did, which we'll get to. Yeah. I wonder if Schwartz, I don't think Schwartz was I there. I doubt it. Um, I mean, and the, the time old question is, does Schwartz know at this point? And like his reactions during the scene, because we like watched the scene a few times. Yeah. To dissect it. He doesn't. It was hard to gauge if he, like, he doesn't knew or touch not. her at all though and he is like kind of like laughing through it all like you can tell he's uncomfortable and he like lets like sandoval like let sandoval's like controlling the whole thing the whole and is like leaning like touching leaning on raquel and like tom's not there's like a huge divide yeah and it seems all to me ridiculously forced but at the beginning like they high five raquel mm-hmm. and schwartz and then she's Somebody says it's like, it's not awkward. Like, it's fun chatting with you. Like, they're trying to be like, we're not going to make out again. Like, we're not going to mm-hmm. date. And I'm just like, why is this happening in front of Lisa? And but then, then like, Schwartz in the confessional is like, I wouldn't mind kissing her again. Oh, I was like, what? But I just like want minimal feelings. At this point in the confessional, when he's filming that, mm. to me, there's no way he doesn't know. Oh, you think he does know? I think he knows. In the confessional. When he's saying, I just know I wouldn't mind kissing her again. Yeah. You think he can lie like that? Yeah. I feel like the Abby thing comes out where Allie sees them at the Abby together. Okay. And then maybe Schwartz maybe asks him about it because he hears about it from someone. Yeah. And then Sandoval tells him. Okay. Because maybe that, whatever, that it was a one night stand. I mean, maybe, yeah. You're right. I just... I'm a, I'm on I'm on the fence. Obviously, I don't really know either way. But no, but I could see that. I could see him knowing. I could see him not knowing, mm-hmm. until like a couple days from now. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. But it was hard to tell. But then after that moment is when Sandoval is like, "We can't hear you." She's trying to take their order. Come over here. We can't hear you. He literally sandwiches her between them, it's and so he weird, did it. Dude. Sandoval he did it. Straighted it. It was disgusting. There he goes. The orchestrator. Cult leader. Of all of this. He's just sprinkling his cult dust. We can't dust. hear you. We can hear her pretty clearly. Yeah, she's mic'd, but we can hear that she said, what would you like to drink? No, you just wanted to like put her in between. Yeah. Because then Lisa's like, to Sandoval's like, why do you like this so much? Why are you smiling so much? Like, why are you and into this? And I think this? in Lisa's mind, she's like, why are you, why are you into, into the Schwartz and Raquel No, I mean, situation? what else would you think at that moment? Yeah. But I really, would... we all know that and... he's just cheesing over her, dude. Well, and he kind of likes making her, I think he likes making her uncomfortable a little bit right now. Where he's like. The like he's secretive like, flirting. He's like, we're flirting, but actually it's like Schwartz, so like, don't worry. 
But then he tells her about the horror comment. Like, immediately. Well, and though, when she does sit down, Raquel is like, I'm, like, in trouble. Marty in trouble. And then Lisa's like, you are in trouble. Take the order. <laughs> yeah, she's like, what are you doing? Um, and then they're like, we'll get good. She's balls and some rock shrimp. Anyways, Katie called you a whore. Yeah. <laughs> and then Rachel is like, wow. <sighs> that sucks. Wow. I literally am not. And she's like literally crying in her confessional. And I'm like, cry me a fucking river. Cry me a fucking river. Yeah. At this point, you've already cheated with Tom. Already, It's already happened in the filming. Definitely already happened in the confessional. And the confessional is when she's crying about mm-hmm. how Katie's rude and bitchy. Which is why this whole episode is insane to watch her go through and know what's actually going mm-hmm. on. That she actually is being a mistress in this moment. I mean, she is. She's she's like choosing to be. She's like choosing she knows. to be. Don't not know. You don't not know. No, obviously she knows. And her thing is like, she's like, oh, it's a roadblock for me trying to be liked by people and people drain my battery yeah and she's she's like like, accusing like the girls of draining her battery and i'm like so you like these men that just like build you up because what because you're hot yeah i mean that's what it really is but she's like using these words that are like like she's saying all the right things right where it's like i'm trying to grow and be a better person have better people around me who like fill me up and build me up and like i don't have I care so much what other people think about me. Like, she's, like, self-aware, like, in quotation marks. She knows what to say. And she knows what to say. But it's not, but her actions are the exact opposite. It's, like, totally bizarre to watch that someone go through this. We we never get to, like, watch this happen, like, in Real real time like this, where we know the truth and something's happening on a Bravo show. Yeah. Where it's, like, most of the time the truth comes out much later, Mm -hmm. like, Potomac's a good example. Like this past season, Potomac, one of the ladies, Robin is like denying an affair situation, and then it comes out later that it, it true. was true. I did hear about that. But the, this is insane to like know the truth. But it's also see happening. Her say all these people, things. All the people are on the show. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. All the people involved. All the people. The whole everybody. Crazy. It is. It's insane. Then Lisa's like, you really upset her by saying that because she walks away. And then so he goes, Raquel! Immediately. And then the weird touch, the weird like arm touch. Yeah, he like puts his arm on her. And then she she's, like, like reaches her arm But then out. puts it down. And then you can tell she gets uncomfortable and puts it down. And asks if she's okay. And he's like, you should just shrug it off. He's like, Raquel. And she comes right back over. She's yeah. Like, what? Like, Tom, what? What do you want, Tom? You going to help me right now? Hi. Like, you can tell she's like so excited that he said her name. And he's like, I just feel bad for her in his confessional. She doesn't have a bad bone in her body. Mm-hmm. And then cut to insert. He just like, as she walks away, he like just like puts his head like on his fist and looks like so perplexed. Yeah. And he's like, can't wait to go to the Abbey later and dance with her. He's like, I cannot wait to put my penis in her vagina. Again. So then we go to the little cheese board party at Lala's house. Yeah, and that's basically so that we can talk about Katie's satchel. Yes. And who's not invited to the birthday party. And Lala talks about how her old house is like a torture chamber with Randall. But, but all I care about is, is Satchel. Satchel. And this is where we learn that his name is Satchel. Satchel. And he was named after somebody. Satchel Page. Who, but, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. I just remember the name. 
and I could look it up. Let's look it up. But she said she came for the D and stayed for the conversation with him. He's very young. Mm-hmm. 25. And she really wasn't expecting anything to, like, continue. Satchel page. Oh, baseball player. Oh. A baseball player? Yes. Well, I'm pretty sure I found his Instagram. And it says, no, this ain't a purse. It's a satchel. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> Yeah, he's an actor. Satchel Page was in, he was a, a professional baseball pitcher. Oh. But um, he was black, so he wasn't originally in the MLB until later. Oh. Because they had a separate baseball league. Yes, they did. For black men. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was named after him. He was oh. an amazing pitcher. That's... We'll get to Satchel more. And he's a cancer. Anyway. You, how'd you figure that out? Oh, the uh, oh, original Satchel, Satchel I don't know. But Satchel does seem like a cancer. <laughs> if we had to take a guess on what Katie's Satchel is, it's not a purse, but it, it could be a cancer. Not a, could purse, be a cancer. could be a cancer. Not a purse. Could be a cancer. Yes. I was like trying to look at the Instagram real quick, but these like Gen Zers don't do what all of the millennials did in terms of Instagram, where... We would like always post for our friends' birthdays, like on our main feed. No, no one And the does Gen that Zers anymore. don't do that. They don't do that. They might post a story about their friends' and birthday. And then it's gone forever. But then it's gone. So, like, there's no. That's like one of Miles' best tricks to figure out someone's birthday. It really <laughs> is. I don't. Do you want me to reveal your secrets? Uh, it's not that hard. It's to not that hard. Out. I'm sure other people it, do too. In my mind, but you it's go easy. to the person's tagged photos you see something that looks like look for like a birthday post which is usually pretty easy to tell yeah and that they're tagged in yeah and that's how you know their birthday but anyone under the age of like 29 yeah i would say probably 28 29 27 probably isn't gonna have that not often unless they have like older millennial siblings yep exactly like my brother (laughs) oh my god it's just like so much tom time sandoval time that I want to die. I know. And speaking of dying. Yeah. Oh, God. Rosé. I'm so sorry. Rosé, the baby horse, died. Uh, Let's just take a moment of silence even... for Rosé. That sucks. <laughs> How long do I have to do it? I don't know. That's enough. So I'm not sad. laughing because she died. I'm actually very sad for Lisa. Yeah, obviously. And it she's was like sad because there was like a shot before we found out where it was just the other horse whose name I don't know. I don't know. And either. they did like flashback scenes then of like her arriving and. Ugh. And it's sad, you know. We have an attachment to these animals too. Yeah, and it's sad because like you, it's like you don't even like she didn't even get to like say goodbye. I think that's what's really oh, hard for her because yeah. like she died on the way to the vet because Ken was taking her yeah. and like they I guess I would assume they don't even know totally why probably a heart thing is my guess yeah. but you, who, who knows? knows so they're bringing her flowers the Toms which mm-hmm. ultimately seems sweet but you then, can like see it in their faces they're trying to pretend to be sad yeah they're, like sitting there like we're sorry Lisa sorry for your loss it seems like they actually don't totally get it but they're at all. like it doesn't feel very genuine. No, and then they were talking about how it was, like, such a great reset to go on their Mexico trip. And I'm like, shut Stop up. saying that. Stop saying that. And then Lisa's like, but you have to open. And then they complain about Brett and Greg firing the chef. And then this gets weird. This, to me, is, like, a very interesting mm-hmm. Tom moment. Yeah. Where we don't see often where they're not on the same side. 
of something. Schwartz is frustrated. He's mad. And to see him, like, call him out was really satisfying. It was. Because they're talking about some kind of freezer situation. He's like, just buy a new one. Mm -hmm. They need a part. And Sandoval's like, fuck, I'm tired of nickel and diming. And he's like, we have done that. Like, we are waiting for it. Like, the part's delayed. And like all like, these things. No, no, we just need to open and get a new one. And he's like, all you do, Sandoval, is huff and puff and not actually do anything. You don't back it up with any action or effort, he says. Yeah. And, and it doesn't I'm matter like, how to read him. Yes. yes. He's like, and you say it like you say it la- like doesn't matter how loud you say it. Yes. It's not getting anything done. And and then Lisa's like, I cannot, like, what the like and he's like, but for example. Yeah, then it's like, okay, but actually I'm going to tell you exactly what. We needed the menu in. When they needed the menu in, what did Tom do? He got his nails done and he went to band practice. And then Sandoval has the goal to say in his confessional that band practice was scheduled months in advance. Then you had plenty of time to get the menu done because you knew when you had band practice. Yeah, it's actually not an argument, but instead, I guess, apparently... You only have time to do two things that day. And the second thing is getting your nails done because you said, with no irony, mm-hmm. I can't walk around with chipped grubby nails. And then I want to punch him in the face. Yeah. And now he's like literally ruined white nails for everyone in America. Oh, nails. I think you said males. And I was like, well, that's already been done. <laughs> They're already ruined. No, no, no. White males been out a long time. <laughs> yeah. Nails. White nails are... Now done. You know what's so funny is that when I went to LA, I got a white nail manicure and I'm <laughs> I'm so upset with myself now. Wow. Way to fall into the trends. I did it a year ago. Oh, I did it while he was doing it. I didn't you know did that. while he was doing it. I didn't know that. Oh. You did it. You did subconsciously know. That's disgusting. No, you didn't know. Um, uh, yeah. We got to find a new color. And not that anyone here wears white nail polish, but apparently you did. I did once. But all of us collectively as a group. It was weird I because I went to Tom Tom after. I know. Oh, that's so, weird. That's weird. I hate myself. You didn't know, Miles. <sighs> but then Sandoval literally loses his mind being like, there's one person standing in our way. Yeah. Pulling the e-brake every time we need to open one fucking person in our life is stopping it. And I'm like, is it just Greg? I think it's just Greg. But like you also, like the way that you're saying that with the vitriol is like you were given the opportunity to let go of him. Like right. you were. Could it and be you about told, Brett? You basically told Schwartz no. I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. And, and part of us did question like. I was like, is this was Katie? This about, is this about Katie? And but it's like not. I really think she it a long be. time ago is like stepped aside from any input. Mm-hmm. And like they even though they were still friends and she went to that tasting, like, I don't think she was, like, you know, put saying anything to Schwartz about what needed to be done. No, it was just so I think weird. it has to be about Greg. No, it was super weird because it's, like, why wouldn't you just say that? I know. They didn't want to say it again or and something. They just didn't want to That's say why it. I think maybe it was Greg because they've said it so many times. They're just trying not to, like, maybe he asked them to stop. And ultimately, like, Tom Sandoval just, like, wants what he wants when he wants He's it. He's such a fucking baby. And will literally throw money at it. 
Yeah. But we'll never actually, like, put in the hard work to get anything done. Nope. Like, the band's super easy because he doesn't care if it's perfect, well, obviously. he pays the musicians. He so pays all of them all to be there. All he does is sing. All he has to do is show up, tell them what songs they're going to sing. They learn it, and he just sings. Yeah. There's no, like, actual, like, creative involvement, time, effort put into this. Yeah, and I guess I do agree in his ADHD where it's, like, he literally only wants to do the things that give him dopamine. Mm-hmm. Which, fair. Fine. That's Same. ADHD. It's yeah. really hard to do things when you don't get any drugs in your brain from it. Yeah. But I'm tired of hearing Tom call Ariana Dumpling. It's hard. It's really hard. I think we're going to have to watch it a few more times. I know. And then he's like saying that he's starting his cleanse, which I assume, I didn't know at the beginning of the conversation had to do with his sperm and like fertilizing yeah, her eggs. But then to, to hear know. him say that and then to be like, I still want to drink. I was just like, I can't. I don't understand. Yeah. And like we basically already talked about the whole yeah. sperm drinking thing, but he like basic, they basically go on to have like a fight. Yeah. And he straight up gaslights her he's like like, it's really hard when you don't agree with me and she's like we can have different perspectives Mm -hmm. he's like well i feel like i annoy you and you don't like 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 you think i'm stupid she plays she listens to him she responds to him she doesn't get mad at him And she's like i love you and like she's like we've been together so long like i'm sure i'm annoying too yeah is being so understanding but he's like not backing down in that moment no you can see that he wants to create drama in this relationship so that it will end yep he's like trying to make that happen without actually saying what he wants this is what he thinks is him trying to break up with her i think this is an example chicken she's fucking on one dude chicken Chicken, chicken, chicken tenders. Okay, she's chill now. Let's move on. Okay. Lisa Garcelle and Oliver uh, get rosé. I don't even know if they eat anything. They just get rosé. They just get rosé. And we it's did just talk really about like, that too. Yeah, already. Like we did talk about we're drinking the rosé right now. We are still drinking it. We're over oh, halfway over through. Over halfway through the bottle. So, and we promised y'all we would drink the whole bottle. At this point, it's going to happen. And I, then they talk about how he has been separated. He's co-parenting. He's trying to do it in a healthy way. But there'll always be a family. And Garcelle says that like she felt like her husband who was his stepdad was a good role model because apparently what i am gathering is that oliver's children aren't his children they're like stepchildren sounds like he does have a son with samantha we learned her oh name. wait yes okay um but yes. that sounds like there's other kids involved and he wants to be involved with that too yes is what i got from that and, and that's about all i got from that except that oliver and garcelle didn't know what snog meant yeah and i'm just like you never watch Love Island? Guess maybe they don't care about Love Island. I'm just like, who doesn't care about Love Island? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched it in a while. So maybe it's just like not relevant to them. Fair. Uh, and then on top of it, Garcelle asked how Lisa met Ken. Yeah, what it was like. And, and she, she basically said, I was said, thinking I was bending over the bathtub and I felt something. Up her ass? I don't know. She didn't say that. But That's she what meant she was it. Implying. She was having sex with Ken bent over the bathtub. Where? Where? When? Well, when? we know when. When they met. Well, whose house? Hotel? 
Bad could have been tub. I don't know. He's a bit of a party boy, so like it could have been anywhere. Foot is definitely a clawfoot tub. A clawfoot bathtub is what I'm imagining, because how else are you bending over it? It's got to be pretty high. A high bathtub. That's not for you everywhere. To, like, lean on and like Unless, pronounce like, yourself. Maybe too. it's super common in like London. Maybe it's a maybe it's a whole thing. <laughs> okay, that's too much to think about. But then we have to watch. James and Allie talk a little bit because Allie is like... Has to confess. Oh, I started something last night and I'm a little scared. And like this, they've been implying about this. I just didn't realize that it was going to be on the show. Was that Allie about yeah. knowing about the Abby situation, seeing them at the Abby together. Saw, saw Sandoval and Raquel at the Abby. Together, uh, dancing. Did. Yeah. Also, what was Allie doing at the Abbey? Was well, James it was, there? It was after seeing you next Tuesday, so I assume... Like she went out with her friends, maybe? Yes. I assume so. Yeah, that would make sense. And maybe he was like still like closing up. Yeah. And then they went. That's what I would assume. Yeah, and, maybe she was on a girl's night. And Allie was like, where's Ari- Ariana? Nowhere to be found. Not comfortable with it. one in the it. morning. They're dancing together alone at the Abbey. And then James's response is like, well, Raquel's been hanging out with the Toms a lot. Yeah. I'm just like, that says a lot to me. And he's like, don't put too much into it. Yeah. So he really doesn't think it's a thing yet. And I think that... I mean, part of it maybe is protecting Allie, too. Just like, don't don't say too much Because she's like feeling scared because she told the girls about this. And now it's like going to become a thing. And she's like, is this going to become a thing? I'm scared. And so he's probably trying to be like, don't worry about it. It's like not your problem. And I do think that, honestly, I do think that they were respecting her a lot by not bringing it up this night, this episode, except for Katie Katie did later. But But she doesn't say, Allie told me, or like, it's not like taken as a whole thing. No, she's just like, I heard... I'm sure that, because it wasn't, we didn't see that scene. No, even we're never, though it was definitely we're filmed. We're never going to see it. Because it was that charcuterie board moment where that she told them. It wasn't filmed, though. Well, Wait, what? They didn't put it in the show. I don't think it was filmed. I think it was, I think Allie told them after cameras left on purpose. Yeah, probably. I'm pretty sure that, that I also read, read that, that or saw that somewhere where she was just like, hey, should I say anything? And then was like, oh. And then she was like, guess I kind of have to because I told them. Yeah. But she didn't want to. Right. And yeah, they're being respectful of her. They're not going to like make it a big deal. So far, yeah. So I think. far, we'll see. Um, and then... So now we bounce between two apartment scenes. Yep. One is Lala and Christina Kelly. The other one? Sheena, Raquel, Brock. And Brock. All at Raquel's house. And we're talking about the same thing. It's a great scene. It is, honestly. And basically we're talking about the drama that is ensuing on the internet Involving Oliver and his wife at the time. Mm-hmm. Not separated. Not divorced. Apparently still sleeping with her. Yeah. Drama's coming out. And he Raquel's getting into the mix of it. Yeah. And being called that he's cheated on his wife with Raquel. And so in, in terms of like filming and in terms of being seen in this public way, Raquel responds the correct way. Mm-hmm. Um, she calls the wife. She talks to her. She's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I mean, I don't know if she was going to do it originally, but Brock is the one whose idea was and in the scene. Who knows? Yes. But Brock's like, maybe just call her up. Maybe you should. Yeah, just call her up. I was like, oh my God. Gets her number right away. Well, I, I'm assuming it was like an Instagram call. Oh, you can call people on Instagram. That's my assumption. And yeah, they have a phone call about it. And Lala on the other end 
and Christina are like, she doesn't know. Raquel doesn't know. She's going to go on a date with him tonight. Yeah. Ooh, she's a mistress. She's a mistress. That's how it is. That's how it goes. And that's how it goes. And I don't know. I feel like, do you feel like Raquel should have just been like called the day off? Or do you think it's fair that she like went to give him a chance to explain himself? I mean, I think it was dumb. I think it was dumb to go on the date. I thought it was so pointless. I mean, I guess I appreciate that she did because we did get like more information from him. Yeah. About, like she's like, again, she's saying all the right things, right? Where she's like, I, it's only fair to give you your chance to say your side of the story. But that could have been a phone call. I think it could have been a phone call that was filmed. Yeah. You didn't need to like go on this date. I don't know. That was weird. Like that is like still giving him, I don't know, more space on the show than yeah. maybe he deserves. Yeah. I mean, he didn't really have anything to say that was really redeeming. No. And like, yeah, I think he was honest. Which I can appreciate that. In the end. But I'm like, ugh. You, you when he definitely, was like, at this point when he you was like, like, well, you didn't have sex that night, but maybe four you, or five days after it was like, oh, Oliver. No, that's not right. At least you were honest, my guy. But, but do you see how that, could, and she literally says it to him. Do you see how that could be misleading to her? Like, uh, yeah, rough. you know, it's like either way, whether it was wrong or right, what that scene really showed us that is like actually really fucked up for Rachel is that like we watched her like have this reaction to him mm, that mm-hmm. is a like, complete fabrication of like what she stands for and right that, like yeah. she's like in response to him she's like he's a total cheater I don't like being perceived this way it's not okay it's I, not fair you put me in this position yes and it's just like wait a second exactly and like Sheena says the same thing to her when they're all together where she's like it's not fair that now you're yeah. getting dragged on the internet because of this and like i've been a mistress i've been labeled as a mistress and once you're labeled as a mistress it doesn't go away and it's just like okay so then she just leaned into it and was like well i'm a mistress now i don't know i mean she already has she already did i don't know and also it's just crazy but again she can say all these right things but then be doing the exact opposite yeah 100 percent. like she would have had us fooled like we would be watching this without knowing about the affair. And be like, oh, good being for like, you. Being like, you know what, that's right, good, good job. And, like, the scan, the, like, the Abby stuff would have come up and we would we might have been, like... Confused. Confused, but we might have been like, no way. That's, it's just a well, rumor for the show. Well, she did this and then why she would she do, do that? that? So she's honestly acting her little heart out. I have been saying it. She acting. She acting. Acting her heart out. And then it's... Lala's birthday. Mm-hmm. And we get to meet... Satchel. Satchel. Satchel's got... Not a purse. Not a purse. I'm a satchel. It's a satchel. I didn't really love his pants and belt. Look, I do not like a floppy belt. Like a, a flaccid belt situation. Just tuck it into the... Do you have loops? Put it in the loops. I don't think it looks cool. It's not my favorite. It's like... I honestly... We, I was talking about this the other day with a coworker, And they said to me... Because one of our coworkers has a floppy belt sometimes. Maybe we should cut this, actually. Mm-hmm. None of my coworkers have floppy belts. But I was talking about a floppy belt situation. I was talking about a floppy belt. And that it's just like, why are you drawing my eyes to your crotch? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing that? It dangles and it goes, look at here. It's like drawing your attention to that area. And it dangles. And it looks like a flaccid penis. It moves. 
Especially if you have a limp one like he had. That belt was like, it's not like a stiff belt. It's like a loose belt. No, it was like... It was like waving in the wind. <laughs> Anyways, maybe it's indicative, you know? It's pretty long belt dangle. She talked about his dick. Too long Sorry. to talk about the belt. But um, he was like... He said, you look so beautiful. And then she said his dick works. She said his stick works, but... Yeah. She doesn't have to worry about it. Um, and... Then Sheener is like, calls him a mac a mactor, uh, yeah, mactor, and that he's a groomed Vanderpump dog. Oh yeah, it looks like he just got groomed at the salon. Not very nice. No, and she, she feels it. she feels bad about it. But James did come up to the table, beautifully, and he goes, "Hello, hello, <laughs> hello." You loved it. I love that. Dude, we're gonna get so much James content next week. I can't wait. I know. And then Logan and Ariana were so cute. Brushing her little hair. Now we have two gay Logans. There's two Logans. In the picture that are both at the party. One is the OG Logan, who is James's. Maybe they, maybe they Maybe they fucked. Peepees. In some ways. Touched peepees. Touched peepees. As he would say. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. And then we have Ariana's BFF, Logan, blonde Logan, who works at Pump. Yeah, I guess they both. Oh no, he works blonde. at Tom Tom. He works at Tom Tom. OG Logan has like darker hair. He does, yes. Logan Ariana Logan is like bleachy blonde, like yeah, like beachy blonde, like almost like pale. Yeah, almost gingery looking, but not. Could be. Um, um my <laughs> notes, my notes, my notes. Uh, don't know how this happened. I was trying to say Schwartz was not invited. He's having a bath. Oh my god, not him in the bath. Not Bye. bath culture. Him trying to drink tea in the bath. I can drink tea in the bath, but like you gotta get a little He's like, like There's bath not tray. a cup holder in here. You Just put it on the tray. floor. Also, or, or put a stool next to the bath. Or buy a bath tray. Or buy a bath tray. You know man. enough about baths. You love baths so much. He is so pathetic. He cannot take tray. care of himself. He cannot. Anyway, um, back to the party. Ariana is brushing her hair, and Logan goes, what is that? And she goes, my brush. It's my brush. <laughs> what? I don't know. That scene was perfect. I loved it. We just love Ariana and Logan together. So much. I want more of that. My favorite people. Bravo. Yep. More queers, please. Mm-hmm. Raquel and Oliver... We kind of basically we did talk about the date. All about that. It the thing that is like so annoying is she says she's mad, she's furious, because it makes me look like who I am not at all. Yeah, and that's and a it's lie. Like, it's a lie. You're literally cheating. You're a part of something so just just so mean and evil and deceiving. Yeah. Um. That. How dare you? And so she leaves the fucking restaurant and texts Sheena. And I'm like, God, Sheena, you do too much. Um, you do too much. And she's like, I need to talk to Lala. And truly the whole time, I think Sheena's like, maybe she won't. Sheena's like, okay, like, see you soon. Like, I'll talk to you outside. Yeah, she's or whatever. Like nervous. So Sheena goes outside to talk to her and is like, okay. Explains what happens on the date. And Sheena's like, can't this wait till tomorrow? Or did, did she I? Say that? No, maybe no, I just you said, that. said that. No, <laughs> she's not. She's like, do you want to like talk to her or whatever? I don't know. It's just like it's her birthday. Leave her alone. But then at the same time, it does become like 
it, it becomes the conversation that Raquel is looking for once it does happen. It does. And when they walk in, everyone's reaction is nutso. That you should all watch again and again. Watch it again and again. Raquel entering reaction videos is my favorite. Oh, because like it's kind of like a weird like stop start with like Ariana and the table there. But then it's like Logan like the James the Logan. vibe just like instantly changes. Yeah, next to Lala, and his tongue literally like jumps out of his mouth up into his lip, like a pointed, <gasps> and he's like, "I don't know what to do." Yeah, scared. But Lala is so excited. She loves it. She's like, "What's up, mistress?" I mean, they were like literally just talking. They were about just it. talking about it, which is not so to mm-hmm. me. And she's like, I'm not surprised. I'm not shocked. Like, what? what What's do you up? And in her confessional, she's like, of course you would. And I'm... Of course th- you would. You would show up here, Raquel, and I'm thrilled. And I'm thrilled. Let's go. And then when they go outside, Katie is like being like... Sandoval. Yes. She's being like, fuck her, like, or whatever. Like, this is like... This is amazing. And he's like, you love this, don't you? You get so much joy out of that, don't you? And then she goes, well, you seem to get a lot of joy out of Raquel. Oh, And he goes, yeah, she's a cool person. Yeah, she's a cool person. She's like not breathing. Yeah, she's a cool person. Katie says it, which is like, I get that when you're that close to the situation, you can't see it. But his reaction is so telling. It's when she brings it up. And she's like, yeah, you love to be with her at the Abbey till one in the morning. He's like, dude, what the, what are you fucking saying? Dude, get the fuck out of here. Which is just like, you're just guilty. Like, immediately. Like, you know now, like, you immediately admitted that you were there, basically, by what you said. Which, like, that can't be denied. No, he's going to try to say now, because he can't deny that he was there. So now it's going to be about how it's, like, not a thing. Mm Mm-hmm. He's like, what are you fucking talking about? He thought he had it all figured out and that he was being sneaky. And he got cocky. And even still, and now, he thought he got, he did get away with it. Oh, yeah, he did. So he wasn't wrong. No. Which is not so. And then we cut to Lala and Raquel, two Virgos, having two Virgos, having a discussion where they're coming to an agreement after being estranged. And I think it's really fascinating because I do think that Lala is having a big compassion space here. And maybe I'm yes. fucking wrong. Maybe like my perspective is skewed because of everything, but I'm like she's being really nice. Rachel's saying exactly what Lala wants to hear from her. Yeah. Which is that I was wrong and now I understand, which might be semi true that she understands a little bit more, but obviously not enough. To- yeah. And Lala's like I literally like you didn't even ask those questions of Oliver and I asked Randall. Like, yeah, and I got and lied, lied to. to like, he said he was divorced. He was doing this and all of this stuff. And, like, yes. that Rachel is, like, it's so, so easy for me to be manipulated in that way, to not see it. All Rachel wants is, like, for people to like her. So, like, she will say whatever it takes yeah. to get Lala on her side at this point. And that was really, like, the thing that really creeped me out the most, to be honest, was her need, Rachel's need literally within minutes of leaving that meeting meeting with Oliver that like ending and she's like I don't care that it's Lala's birthday I don't I have to go right now Mm -hmm. and also like 
right now? Like, you just realized right now that you were wrong? Yeah. It was weird to me. I still don't totally get it. Other than, like, has she been planning it for a minute in her head where she's like, like, the way that she so immediately was like, I was wrong, blah, 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 means that, like, did you know you were wrong the whole time? No, I don't think so. Because no? what, what's changed since Vegas, right? It's just her being called out in public? or Two things, to me, okay. has changed since Vegas. And since even that pool party. Okay. Where, like, she's, like, you're just oh. Chihuahua followers, right? Yeah, okay. And she calls her a mistress there, too. Yeah. Two things, to me, has changed. One... Her and Sandoval have hooked up in some way, shape, or form. Mm. Two, like, Duh. the focus is getting turned more on Katie being the issue because of the makeout. Okay, now I guess I have three things. And okay. then three being that she was called out publicly for being a mistress or a cheater or whatever, or a participant in that activity. These three things have happened since Vegas. Yeah. And in Raquel's mind, she's getting called out and she cares what people think about her. So she's going to say what's right and be like, okay, I was wrong. Even though she still probably hates Lala, still thinks Lala is a bully, all these things. She was just using the mistress stuff as a way to get back at Lala for making her feel small and stupid. Yeah. You know, she didn't really care. No, she just used it. She just knew it It would be like like a trigger point. Yeah. And then now she also knows that she did willingly participate in a cheating activity and wants to continue. cover her tracks. Oh, yeah. Well, Sorry. probably continue to, obviously, based on that scene at Sir and them going to the, ab- the Abbey. Like, mm-hmm. she wants to cover her tracks. Whether Schwartz was a distraction or a cover up, whatever. Yeah. But now she wants to make sure that on the show, she doesn't seem that way. So then she's, go- that's yeah. why she immediately had to leave that scenario and go talk to Lala and make it seem like she was doing all the right things Okay, this in is this helpful. scenario. Yeah. Right? No, no, to- no. Because also at the same time, I bet you 100% that in between this news of like him, Oliver, not being separated, whatever, the Sheena, the Brock, the Samantha of it all. Yeah. She texts Sandoval. She's probably talking to Sandoval through all of this. And he's like, you go and you film this. Mm -hmm. And then you come in and you apologize. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) We have to finish this bottle somehow. We do, and we're almost there. I don't know. We're not. I think we can do it. I just got to empty it all into the glasses. Mm Mm-hmm. What we're saying is that we do think that Sandoval is a part of. Uh, now that you've said all of that, how I'm could like, Sandoval not be in her ear? No, she's he's one hundred percent in her ear. They literally spent all night last night together. I also think that someone like Raquel couldn't keep all that into herself to, by herself. Like she would need an outlet to be honest to. And that's why they probably ended up in this love affairs because they were only communicating with each other about the truth yeah. of everything. And, like, if she didn't have Sandoval, if it would have just been a one-night stand and nothing had happened, sure. maybe she would have come out about it and been like, I feel really bad and I fucked up. No, right? but he, but instead, he hones in 
and locks he on is obsessed with her clearly just based off of these this episode you can see the obsession devolve you know and we would have thought it was weird regardless because we would have never seen that kind of interaction between them ever mm-hmm. ever at all i do think that's true too we would have this whole episode we would have been like this is sus and it would have planted seeds in our head thinking that it might be true mm-hmm. that they're having an affair mm-hmm. so it is going to be interesting to see how the rest of the season plays out yeah in that it is actually a part of the show. Because we kind of assumed when Scandaval broke that it wasn't really in the show at all. Of course, because we had no clue. And like now it's like, oh, it's a part of the show. It is. There are hints more than anyone thought. At least more than I thought. More than I thought, for sure. Yeah. I wonder, too, I mean, this is so not totally related. I, I wonder, does Andy know until it's edited? Or does he not know until he's watched it and it's edited? Do you know what I mean? Wait. Andy Cohen? Say it again. Does Andy know, like, how the show is going while it's, while like, it's happening? While it's being filmed? Does he know? And, like, how could he, like, totally know? But maybe he has, like, inklings. But, like, I, I, I would mean, assume that is... he's involved in the editing process in some way, right? I really have no Because he's idea. a producer. He's a producer on pretty much every show. Yeah. Not all of them. But, like, a lot of times... The people who are actually on the ground filming those production companies are, like, satellite production companies of, like, Bravo and whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So it can vary. But, like, the people filming them have been filming them for a while. Like, they all have relationships. Oh, well, yes. So, like, they know more than More than anybody. Does Andy probably doesn't really know until editing or, like, he might, they might come to him with, like, hey, this is, like, something that is like a storyline yeah. in the show like which direction should we go with it maybe little things like that but like i don't think he really sees it until like it's pretty much edited that's what i would assume because he's he's doing this there's too much he's got too much going on well he's literally doing so much all the time yeah real quick we just have to get back to the fact that like one of the things lala says is that the women always take the brunt and dudes mm-hmm. get away with murder and and i like, if I was Lala in this situation, I would be saying the same thing. Yeah. I'd be like, I've got your back. You got duped. We have to stay like, together. Like, yeah, I'm saying you're a mistress, mistress, but it was because, like, it's because of this, but I don't, it's not actually what I think. But you are also a victim as well. Like, yeah. she can see herself in Yes, and she does want to protect scenario. her. And, like, is like, yeah, I want to support you I in this moment. I literally would do the same thing. I would thing. do the same thing. And she's like... These dudes get away with fucking murder. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like, literally, Tom Sandoval thinks he's getting away with fucking murder. Yes. If Tom Sandoval ended up murdering someone, I would not be surprised. At this point. Let me say that slower. If Tom Sandoval ended up murdering somebody, I would not be surprised. And I have to say slowly as well, (laughs) I would not be either. (laughs) Didn't I literally call him a cult leader? Yeah. And, and even would... still, watching him in the finesse of the manipulation of Raquel and Schwartz in the moment in front of Lisa yes. Vanderpump, yes. who literally gave him this lifeline in this job. Oh, yeah. He, he's nothing. He's beyond that. He thinks he's beyond and above Lisa. That's what's fucking insane. The finesse of putting her in between them and then comforting her and being like, no one knows we're having an affair. Were cult. cult 
And hot. then on top of it, to have the conversation with Ariana where he tells her that she makes him feel bad. Like he's annoying. Like he's unintelligent. Like because she disagrees with him. I was like, that is fragile masculinity. It is oh, nothing easily. more, nothing less. You are just upset because this woman is like talking to you like a man talks to you. Yeah, like they're... Like you're equal. Yeah. Like maybe you have equal opinions in this, like you have equal worth in the conversation. Yeah. Like you're saying that she doesn't agree with you and that's upsetting. It's like, that's not how that works. That's literally a relationship. That's a person. Yeah. Who's equal to you. And clearly that's not what you're about. Yeah. No. He Ooh, has I to have feel the passionate control. about that yeah. one. He has to have the control. He has to be su- so the superior in the situation. And I hope he rots in hell. <laughs> hmm And that's basically the episode. Yeah, I mean, I just will say Lala says definitively you're not a mistress. Mm-hmm. Don't let people tell you that you are. Yeah. How could she know? How could she know? And Raquel says, I'm sorry, I fucked up. And Lala says, I forgive and forget. And... And it ends on a very positive positive note. note. And so also, to keep in mind, this conversation is happening after also Lala finds out what Allie said about Tom and Raquel at the Abbey. That's a good point where she's like, she's like believing Raquel right now. So then she's hearing Raquel say these things to her. And And so she's thinking, oh, oh she's saying all the right things. She gets it. She gets why it offended me so much. Okay, now I see more. So why would then she go on to continue to like? Because I bet Raquel knows at this point. Raquel, there's some part of Raquel somehow. Somebody told her maybe that Allie said something about that night. I don't know if she knows that yet. Okay, or it's just like innate in her. Yeah. Because I feel like it is that this episode is a really quick couple of days. Like, it feels it really is. like a lot the next day, the next day, the next day. And then it's Lala's birthday, right? Like, I think Allie only ever told those girls the day before Lala's birthday. Because they're... No, she did it that night. It, she yeah. did it that night. So it's like, I don't know how that would have gotten back to Raquel unless she knew that Allie was there. Like, if she saw Allie there. And maybe, maybe. And I don't know what the Abbey is. It could be big. It could be small. Um, I know I've never been, but I've read a lot about it the abbey is a creepy place i don't know about it at all a lot of people, how do you know about it um a lot of people have been drugged there oh stolen phones money wallets like uh staff specifically don't care if you get drugged especially if you're a woman it's like not a good place how do you know this from researching places to go in la um, oh okay yeah, and yeah. it's this sounds familiar, and it's very actually. close to sir yeah um, and it's basically horror stories. The Abbey is horror stories. Yeah, I believe this then. Um, and when I read stuff like that, especially on Reddit, especially knowing what we know about, like, the industry, I'm like, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. That Somebody says right. that happens. Yeah. Um, you're probably fine if you're famous. Yeah, definitely. But probably not if you're not. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's different now, but definitely the past. And yeah. it's, like, supposed to be, I think, a gay bar because it's, like, WeHo. Yeah, it's, it's that supposed neighborhood. to be, but I think it's specifically usually women that have been targeted. Oh, for sure. And it's bad. Ooh. So I've never wanted to go there. No, no, no. So when they talk about it, because they've talked about it throughout the show. No, definitely. I'm like, no, thank you. I mean, really quick, there's probably a few things we should touch on 
from Watch What Happens yeah, Live? Yeah, sure. Whatever, what you like to talk about. Well, Sheena was on it with uh, Michael Rapoport. Rapoport. One thing that happened, well, not one. There's a couple things. We get a little confirmation of everything. At this point, with a scandal breaking, I'm like obsessed with Watch What Happens Live now. Like I'm obsessed. Oh, yeah, I'm like confirmation in real time of things. Ugh. Amazing. Beautiful. But Sheena basically confirms that she did shove mm-hmm. Raquel and threw her phone. Yes. She didn't punch her. She can't. She, she shut her nails. She was like, I can't I mean, do honestly, I can't imagine Sheena punching anyone. No, I don't even think she would know how to punch I somebody. can't punch anyone. And no, I actually not. know how to punch, but I couldn't do it. Yeah. And then Michael Rapoport says a brilliant thing about the Tom Sandoval interview with Howie Mandel. And he's like, actually, what's really bad is that why wouldn't Tom Sandoval talk to Andy Cohen first? If you're going to talk anything Bravo Vanderbump related, you sit in this chair. You talk to and Andy. you talk to Andy. Love that. There's the Billy Lee moment. And uh, Sheena announced that she unfollowed her as well. And I'm just like not ready to get into the Billy Lee stuff with Tom Sandoval. And maybe we will in a, when we have more details in terms know. of Scandoval. I don't know if we're going to get it. Um, but... It just I, is what it is. I think I know how I feel. I've definitely taken a stand before. The thing is, I'll always, like, stand for Billy Lee in her transness and will always defend certain parts of her. But her constantly siding with bad men. It's not, it's not good. It's not my And I, I do think, like, when she was on the show, she got, she got done dirty she did i agree i literally want to defend that and i will always defend that but i think that that her was wrong of james was problematic at and the time. that's when he was like at his worst it was not good her like being openly supporting sandoval is not a good look it's just like actually not helpful yeah i think it's my opinion <sighs> it's hard to know though daniel ariana's new little guy yeah, Sheena loves him. Loves him. That's it. That's all she'll say. I love, love him. him. I love him. But he lives in New York, so mm-hmm. he doesn't live in LA. Get him um, on Summer House. Yeah. Take summer him house. and Ariana to the summer to the winter house. That'd be so fun. Come on. Come on. Come on. When was the first time which Andy has asked pretty much everybody that they were suspicious of And it was when Allie. Sandoval, and it was the Abby Allie thing. Which Sheena. I'm wondering when Sheena finds out about that. Because she wasn't. I would assume it's like the next day. Yeah. After this Lala I'm sure day. Lala tells Sheena yeah, too, though. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, for sure. And maybe she did already tell her. Who knows? And then maybe Sheena told, right, maybe Sheena asked Rachel about it. Yeah, and she would. She would. There'd She's be not a, a bad right friend. Now. I get that. I would do the same thing if I thought. And it would make sense, this, sense that this would all be happening behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And when Sheena was asked if they, if she thinks that, they're in love, like short, whoop, Sandoval mm-hmm. and Raquel. She says no. She thinks it's an infatuation. And from what she's heard, it's already been very toxic. Obviously. I mean, we already know, but I'm curious what that means to Sheena. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, she might. Yeah. I want details. But we have to wait for this goddamn reunion. And, you know, it doesn't really matter, but Repapore and Sheena text. I know. Adorable. Oh, it was the first time that was really cute. I loved it. I don't know. And Sheena does really regret, I think, the stuff with Katie mm-hmm. that happened this season. 
and she says she talks about it in the reunion because she was asked about it during Watch What Happens Live, but she does regret it. And it's really weird. And maybe it's like Sheena and Brock combo, maybe because they're so happy together and they're so healthy. It's like, first of all, Brock is really growing on me. I fucking I love know. him every time. More. Every scene, he's just like level-headed and yeah. he says and he's the like, right things. He's like the guy that I want to hear from. And even when like at Lala's party, when he's like, he's like by Ariana and, he does and that. Logan and they're like being goofy in that booth together. I was like, dang, he seems like a lot of fun to hang out no, with. No, he does. And then on top of it, Sheena seems like more level-headed mm-hmm. and... Even it watching just seems her like they're and, really good for each other. No, yeah. And on Watch What Happens Live, too, I just was like, I don't know. I feel like Sheena's being self-aware. Definitely. And, like, she kind of did weird grimaces during the right times here's, where I was just, it felt real. Here's the thing. I think Sheena has grown. I think she I has think she's grown. put in some work and has grown. And, you know, I think, I this, think that... I think this rocked her. I, yeah, I rocked think, her so hard. I think that it's been a gradual thing. And when the filming happens, she's like in the process of like true growth. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like this last pettiness with Katie feels like a little bit like, of, like a, old like a, Sheena, like hanging on. What's that called? Like an expulsion of. Like, yeah. And it's like cleansing. Katie <laughs> and Sheena go so far back, like pretty much first day of Vanderpump Rules. When the rest of them... Or Katie was so mean the entire time. So mean. And, like, Katie's been toxic. Sheena's been toxic. Sheena's done things for the show that have, you know, attacked Katie personally. Yeah. And then she did it again. Now in this time when it's, like, not supposed to be happening for Katie. And it is really great that she has publicly said that she regrets it. Mm -hmm. And I think that... And basically Sheena said it on Watch Happens Live. She was like... I think if we had had the conversations we've had a week ago. Or if we had more time to talk to each other. When we were filming, then we would be where we are now then. I agree with that too. I think that what was frustrating about watching it was like the pettiness of it. But there was too much like animosity and frustration and it was too on both parts. Like Katie was going through a bunch of stuff. And dealing with shorts. Katie needed space from shorts in order to have a better perspective of what was going on. Like, all these things, like, the timing of it all didn't work out for their friendship. Yeah, it and didn't. And that's just what it was. But it's, like, nice to see that they can, like, get past it. No, and I think that that's something that we did, or I said, but we agreed on long ago, talking about their signs and, like, why don't they get along? It's, like, yeah, they actually really could. They, they actually can. really could get down to it and it just like has never happened mm-hmm. in this way. And it feels like maybe it is finally happening in wake of a tragedy where they are rallying about a, a person a mutual f- that a they love. close mutual friend that they love. Yeah. And also like you're talking about like a very like a healthy balanced Taurus and a Capricorn, right? Yeah. Like, they're not in their toxic eras. No, they're like they're done with their toxic. They've worked on some shit and they've grown from it. Yeah. And now they are in the point where they could be friends. Yeah. When they're in their toxic eras, I don't think you want a toxic Capricorn, a toxic Taurus interacting. I mean, ever. I, I guess I have been there. It's not fun. Yeah, I believe that. Or even when you're one end or the other, one's one toxic, one when, when it's not. And I guess you could say that for any sign. Like, I mean, yes, absolutely. If, some, if a sign is unbalanced and going through something, it can be hard to get along with oh them. Oh my god, 
all the worst qualities come out. Yeah, all the bad qualities come out. Yeah. Anyways, here's to Katie and Sheena. May your friendship remain. And thrive. <laughs> I love choosing these wine glasses. I know, it's fun. The other thing I did want to say, just to have it here, is that Andy said, is it true? Was Tom constantly trying to break up with Ariana? And she said, mm. absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe she wouldn't know. But I do think if, that Ariana would tell Sheena. If Tom had said the words, I think we need to break up. It would be a whole conversation that Ariana, Ariana would have told somebody about that. Yep. She'd want to know why. She would, like, like get down to why. You saying that she blindly didn't see anything is, like, I want to throw up. Throw I want to vomit. And I might because I've had a lot of rosé. Well, we're about to finish the bottle. And we promised you we'd finish this bottle. That's all I have to say about Vanderbump tonight, though. Yeah, but do we have to do our shot? Yeah, we can do half shots. And that's the only good thing that Tom's ever gave us was half shots. Uh, they didn't give us that. People gave us that. Normal people gave us that. Half shots? Yeah, come on. I feel like we didn't start talking about half shots until the Toms on Vanderpump were like, let's just do half shots. Okay, I will say, nobody at my job where we... Does a full shot? They don't. I I have three jobs, but one of my jobs... Nobody does full shots. When we have done shots. It is an industry thing, that's true. That's what I'm saying. They didn't give it to us. I'm saying they didn't. We gave it to ourselves. Yes. I'm saying they didn't invent it. We're like wasted at this point. I think we should do both. (laughs) Okay. But I'm a bad influence. No, no, no. But what I would like to say is maybe while we finish this, we should talk about something, right? Do you remember anything from the preview? Mm. James. Yes. James is doing something, right? James throws a drink (gasps) and shorts his face next week. Well, but also on top of it, Sheena literally confronts Sandoval and is like, listen, people are saying that Raquel is coming for you, like in a romantic way. Oh, my Did you catch God. that? I did. I did. I just okay. forgot and I didn't write it down because I was so in shock. Well, I didn't write any of that down. And but what the fuck is going to happen? Right. She's like literally bringing it to Sandoval. How? That's why I know like Sheena feels so betrayed because I think she tr- she actually did try her best to figure it out. She did. She tried to be like, hey, this is happening. And then she was met with, and that is why the thing, she's met with like nothing. Like this is not happening. You have to believe it because like our friend group. And that's why what Lala said at the last what Watch What Happens Live is so important, I think, where it's like it literally, it depends on the people on the periphery to let you know what's up yeah. because you can't see it when you're inside. When you're inside. Because everyone <laughs> wanted to believe it. Yeah, they wanted to believe it because wasn't true. Why would you believe that Tom? You wouldn't would want to believe Ariana with Raquel. You wouldn't want to believe it after everything that we've seen on this season alone. Mm-hmm. But imagine what they've seen in their entire lives because it's their lives. You wouldn't want to believe it. No, and like it and makes you sense. Also love if Sheena Ariana didn't have those nails on, she probably would have punched her. Makes yeah, sense. I think that's just kind of what she's saying. And here's the Sheena. Punching. Getting rid of her nails so she can punch whoever she, she wants in the face. She's not going to do that. So next week, are we doing a shoey? Oh, you. Uh... 
Okay, we can put it on the poll, okay? We can put it on the poll, but they might all vote for Shuey. I mean, if they vote for Shuey, I will do a Shuey, but ew. We'll go buy new shoes at Marshall's. If you do listen, will you please just follow us? <laughs> oh my god. Thank please. you for bringing that up. Will you please just follow will us? Will you follow us on Instagram? It's called at bravo dot is dot a dot Sagittarius. Find it, please. Follow us, like us, rate us, subscribe us, yes. email us. Chicken, stop licking the damn bags. Rate us Just on Spotify. email me if your cat likes to lick plastic bags. Just let me know. Can we talk about it? Can it? And again, I'm so sorry to Texas. I don't know. Called them out. Said We were like, Texas is our second biggest follower. They stopped and then listening. And all of a sudden they weren't listening anymore. And now California, which I'm scared to say, they're Why? not going to listen anymore. Oh, no. I think they're listening. It was just a weird coincidence. I but think it was. Now California is our second biggest listener. It is. Yeah. So who's out in California listening to us? I don't know you. Chicken! <laughs> I'm gonna we got to take this shot and end this because Chicken's losing her mind. Oh, my God. That girl. All right. Just raise your glasses high. Okay, that alone in this it. one's for you tonight. Just raise your glasses high. This one's for you tonight. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait, don't stop recording because I Why? just want to say we can never drink a whole bottle of wine again. That was bad. Or... Let us know. Was it the best episode you ever heard? Let us know. Because we don't know right now. Bravo is a Sag. Oh, yeah. Bravo is a Sag at gmail.com. Bravo is a Sagittarius.